This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Abba, welcome everyone. Chavdal and Amad Beis. Hanitan al-Hashivcha, literally someone who is uh, suspected, Rashi says. He's suspected on having relations with a maidservant. Now, literally, Nitan means he's carrying. It means he's carrying a rumor. Now, you're not allowed to live with a shivcha. Shivcha is like a, is like a goya. And then, lo and behold, right after these rumors, she, she's freed. So, uh, something's rotten in Denmark, you know? Or someone suspected of having relations with a Goya, and then all of a sudden she converted. You're not allowed to marry her. Now we're going to see the Gemara in the Havamino thinks that the reason you're not allowed to marry her is because it gives suspicion to the fact that she only converted for the sake of marriage. So it's fueling the contention that, that her geros was for an ulterior motive. Ultimately, ultimately the Gemara is going to say that the reason you can't marry her is because you're fueling the rumors that, that, she, um, that in fact you were doing something improper with her beforehand. You're not allowed to uh, take her in. And if you did, um, if you did marry her, you don't have to divorce her. Hanitan al someone who's suspected of Eishasish, v'hoitziu amitachas yadai, and because of the rumors that you lived with this married woman, Bezdin took her out of her husband, because now she's also to her husband, because we know that if, if a woman um, is unfaithful to her husband, she has to, her husband has to divorce her. So Bezdin told the husband, you know, you have to divorce her. <clears throat> so now, if, even if you marry her, you got to divorce her. We're going to learn because uh, if, if, in fact, we made her leave her husband, that means she's Asr Medairaisa to the husband. So if she's Asr Medairaisa to the husband, she is Asr Medairaisa to uh, the Boyal. And therefore, if she's Asr Medairaisa to the Boyal, uh, he has to divorce her. So, um, even though he um, married her, he has to divorce her. So there's a difference between someone who's suspected of a shivcha, where l'chachilu you're not to marry them, and if you did, you don't have to divorce them, and someone suspected with a shishish, where l'chachilu you're not to marry her, and if you do, you, you have to divorce her. <clears throat> Says the Gemara, that implies... Someone who's suspected on Ayvedas uh, and she converted, so you can't marry her. But she is a convert. Even though clearly she did not convert for Judaism because uh, she converted to marry you, nevertheless, it's a good gear. It's just we don't let you marry her. But if she converted, and clearly that's the reason she's converting, that uh, it's a good. We say it's a, it's a good conversion, or a mini. But we're going to ask a stira. If a man converts for a woman, or a woman who converts for a man, or someone who converted for the table of kings, let's say he wanted to benefit from 
Jewish royalty. L'shem Avdei Shloima, because of the powerful slaves of Shloima, Enam Gerim. They're not Gerim, they're Reb Nechemia, meaning if somebody convert for ulterior motives, it is not a good Gerus. Right? So, how could the Mishnah say that if somebody was suspected of, of doing something improper with a Gentile and then she converts, you're now to marry her, but that implies the conversion is good, but Reb Nechemia holds that such a Gerus is not a Gerus. Reb Nechemia would say, Echad Gerus Arayos, whether people who converted because of lions, for example, Kutim, that it says in Sefer Malachim, Vayishlach Hashem Bohem Esarayos, God sent the lions against them, Vinesgairu, and they converted, Kedachsev Hasam Begalah Shomron, Biachad Gerei Chaloimos, or somebody who was coerced by a master of dreams to convert. Not sure if you ever had the experience, but the Bal Chaloimos, they could be very convincing. So, by the way, where in Chazal do we find Baal Chaloimais? What? Yosef. Yosef. Yosef, yeah? Oh, I don't mean the Pasuk. That's, there it means uh, Baal Chaloimais. Here he knew how to interpret dreams. But where do we find that there's a concept like an angel who's... Who, Baal Chaloimais here means a heavenly angel that could come to you and coerce you. Okay, and or those who convert in times of Mordechai Esther, right? All those converts are not good converts because they all did so because of the power and prestige and uh, and the intimidation of the Jewish people. Um, no, you cannot be a ger until you convert nowadays. You're only a ger if you convert nowadays. And anyone who converted before nowadays is not a ger. Certainly, there are many gerim before nowadays. What about Rashi says, It's very interesting. That of all the Gerim in the world, Rashi says, what do you mean there were Gerim before? What about Nevozradin? Like, I mean, what, Nevozradin is the only Ger? Uh, certainly there are many Gerim uh, before Nevozradin. Why is Rashi pulling Nevozradin out of a hat? What about Unklus Hager? What about Shmaya Avtalion? What about... Hi, look in the Maratzchias. He says, the Gemara in Gittin says, Nevozradin was Megayer himself. Meaning, he did it on his own. That's a clear case where there was no intimidation. He was in full power. He was a Roman executioner. So that's just a classic case where there's no ulterior motive. So uh, that is the opinion of Nehemia. So that's against the Mishnah, because the Mishnah seems to say that we don't let the Giyaris marry the guy who she's suspected of doing something improper with, but her Giyaris is a good Giyaris. But Reb Nechemia says it's not. We learned on the teaching of Reb Nechemia that Reb Yitzchak said that the Yitzchak, the son of Shmuel, the son of Marsa, said the name of Rav, 
The halacha is like the opinion that holds they are gerim, that someone who converts for ulterior motive is considered a good ger. So we don't basically, for all intents and purposes, we don't hold of, um, we don't hold like Reb Nechemia. Now, says the Gemara, Ihachi if so, lecharchila nami. If really the geros for ulterior motives is a good geros, then why can't you marry the woman lecharchila? So Toysus is bothered. What is the ihachi? In my yeshiva, they emphasize that whenever the Gemara says ihachi, you have to be clear why this question was only a question now and was not a question previously. In other words, uh, what do you mean ihachi lecharchila nami? If so, then why couldn't you marry the giyaris lecharchila? Isn't that a question the whole time? Why would you not be allowed to marry the Giyaris Lecharchila? But the Eved, it's a good marriage. Why couldn't you marry your Lecharchila? So Toysus points out, Bishlama, if a Geros for ulterior motives is like a questionable Geros, then I understand Lecharchila, you're not a marrier, but it's not bad enough that once you marry her, you have to divorce her. But now that we're saying that Geros for ulterior motives is a good Geros, then why Lecharchila, you're not a marrier? Says the Gemara, Misham de Rav Asi, it's because of what Rav Asi said. Dam Rav Asi, Haser Mimcha Akshos Peh. Remove from you twisted mouth, the Lazus Svasayim, and foreign tongue. Meaning, one should try to avoid uh, rumors of impropriety. So, if you marry the woman who you're suspected of acting improperly with, it fuels those rumors, and we one is obligated to do whatever they can not to give credibility to uh, suspicious rumors about themselves. Is this the source why Spartan don't accept Gerim from 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 this little from this Brisa? Why? Why would this be? Because uh, they say we don't really. I mean, from here on out, we don't do any. Oh, you mean why Spartan don't marry Gerim? I don't think I, I, it's my. You mean they don't accept yeah. Gerim? They don't make. They don't. Con, they don't convert Gentiles to Judaism. There's no. Oh really? That's only that, the Syrians. It's only the Syrians. Oh, okay, okay. That, so that's maybe okay. But I know that I know some one of the communities. Thank you. They don't make Gerim even, or they don't they marry into Gerim. No, 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 no. They don't make them. That means there's no based in in the Syrian community. That like if you if let's say you're a guy and you walked up to the Syrian base and it says I want to become a yid and I want to be a Syrian Jew you mm-hmm. know it's, I mean it's good benefits to being a Syrian Jew <laughs> they they'll, they'll, they say we don't do it I mean it's b'shomoyfen once you become they a Jew they won't get an aliyah they won't give him an aliyah ah uh, I hear I, by the Syrians, by the I, I I guess I guess I guess more research needs to be done <laughs> I don't, you know I I don't know maybe maybe they're especially look we don't hold like Reb Nachemia. But okay. Tanur Abanan in Mekabelin Gerim Limais Hamashiach. When Mashiach comes, we don't accept Gerim. So no bad. You can't jump on the bandwagon. You want to be a Jew? Anyone out there want to be a Jew? Now's the time. But uh, in a few days, at, right after the elections, hopefully, we'll uh, no more Gerim. Kiyotzibai. Similarly, like Kibul Gerim Lovim Edovla When the Jews were at the peak of their power. They did not accept Gerim, not in the times of King David, not in the times of Solomon. Amar Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer said, Maikra, what Pasuk bears this out? This is a Pasuk in Yeshaya. 
Hein gar ya gor fs me i see me garita khalayi pa yo Hein gar ya gor Hein ya gar ya gor you know what So I have a khumish on them is that this week's half tyra Lama Saimaya Koi Visaged Yisrael Nistara Dachime Hashem Lakai If it is, we could write like a whole article to Dafa Shavu about the Hashkacha Pratis of. Uh... Okay, Alan, you're in charge of that one, okay? So, but the Pasuk says like this Hain Gar. You want to be a Hain Gar? You want to be a ger? Yagur efes me'oisi. Convert when I'm not around. God says, no? This week is uh, Perak Lamed, Yeshaya Perak Lamed to Perak, I mean, excuse me, uh, Perak Mem to Perak Mem Aleph. Uh, okay. So never mind. Cut the, you, okay, no, no article. Okay. But hein gar, yagur. Someone who wants to convert, convert FS Mayas without me. Migar Itach, one who converts with you, Alayach Yipal. Look at Rashi. Hain Gar, Habolis, Gayer, Yagur, FS Mayasi, convert without me. Ba'oit She'in Animach, when I'm not with you, Yisgayer, Dahainim Bismanazah. Why? Migar Itach, Alayach Yipal, Migar Itcha, Ba'ani Yosecha. One who converts with you in your state of poverty, Kashara Marta, as you said, Rashash changes it, Kashara Marti, Allah will fall with you to Oilam Abba. He will be in your shear in Oilam Abba. Fine. Aval Idach Lai, but at any other time when the Jews are in good times, that's not a good time to convert. So clearly, the best time to convert is when. The best time to convert is when things are not doing so well for us. Okay. Is this why Hashem wasn't happy to, for Moshe to take the air of Rav? Um, possibly. Look, there's a Shiloh. There might not have been any Jews then. Right? There were no Jews. There's, you know, this is before the Torah was given. If you say that Judaism began from the time of Avram Avinu in this week's parsha, like Targum Munkla says, "Vesanefesh Asher Asu B'Charan Anoshaya Deshabidu LaOiraisa," so uh, so then there were Yidden, and there were, and then there they were somewhat converts, and there was questionable conversion. Others say there was no Kedushas Yisrael yet. Okay, so the end of the Mishnah said, "Hanitan Aleishasish," someone who suspected on an Aleishasish. And then her her husband had to divorce her. So someone who suspected on living with a married woman, and then she had to divorce her husband, then you cannot marry her. Amar Rav. Rav said, This whole Maisa is talking about where we have Edim that she committed the act. And that's the reason why she had to divorce her husband. And that's why you can't marry her, because Echad Lebal, you're the adulterer. So we have testimony that uh, you lived with her. So the same way 
she had to divorce her husband because she was a saita. She, right? The nistaravi nitma That if a woman is a uh, an adulterer with Adam, she cannot live with the adulterer. You know what Rav Sheshis had to say about Rav? Amar Rav Sheshis, Amina, I say, Kinayim v'shach of Rav, Amar l'hashmaita. Rav must have taught this when he was dozing off and sleeping. There's no other way to explain how Rav can make such an empty statement. Because how could Rav say that we're talking about a situation where there are Edim? The Tanya, because we learned in Abraisa, Hanitan Aleshasesh, someone who suspected Aleshasesh, and then the husband divorced her, Al Yadai. Vinis Garsha, and then she married someone else. Mitachas Yedeacher, she was divorced from someone else. Imkanas, if you married her, you don't have to divorce her. You hear the story? In this case, a woman was married. She was suspected of adultery. She then left her first husband. She married another guy, and he divorced her. And now the guy who she was originally suspected of having adultery with, he wants to marry her, so that halacha is, um, he, he doesn't have to divorce her. Imkanas If there are witnesses that say, that saw her have adultery while she was married, then Then when the middle guy comes and he sort of puts the matter to rest, he quiets the rumors. Otherwise, what's the purpose of telling us that in the interim someone else married her? What that accomplishes is, it silences the rumors because here someone else married her and it wasn't even the guy who she was suspected of being with. So if they're Edim, then who cares if someone comes and interrupts the call? My Hava. At the end of the day, the guy, the guy who wants to marry her, he is a, uh, he's the Bayal. So he would have to divorce her. Who cares someone else came in the interim? It must be, if we're saying that he doesn't have to divorce her. There are no Edim. Now the reason why he doesn't have to divorce her, the time of the Asrach, the reason he doesn't have to divorce her is because a guy came in the middle and he interrupted the coil. But that's Mashra, if a guy did not come in the middle, then he would have to divorce her. That's not like Rav. Rav says you only have to divorce her if they're Edim. And here it says the only reason you don't have to divorce her is because there was someone else in the middle. But if there was no one else in the middle, you would have to divorce her. And don't say they're Edim here, because if they're Edim, then you would have to divorce her even though somebody did marry her in the interim. So we have a raya from here, not like Rav. Rav says you only have to divorce her if they're Edim, and here we see if they're no Edim, you have to divorce her. Amar Lecha Rav, Rav would say to you as follows, The truth is, he says, you wouldn't have to divorce her even if the guy did not come and put the matter to rest. You still wouldn't have to divorce her. You only have to divorce her if they're Edim. I, if you still would not have to divorce her, even though the guy did not come and put the matter to rest, you would still uh, not have to divorce her. Then why do we say a smaller chidush that he only doesn't have to divorce her because he put the matter to rest? 
The reason why we picked a case where a guy put, um, came in the middle and, and married her and then divorced her is the Chiddush is even though another guy came and put the matter to rest, still, you can't um, marry this woman. Not to say that if he wouldn't have come, you would have had a divorcer. The point is, even though he did come, still, you're not to marry her. So therefore, Rav remains standing. Now, Rav is of the opinion that you only have to divorce a woman who you were suspected of living with her while she was married to a man when there are Edim that you were the one who lived with her. But if there are no Edim that you were the one who lived with her, then you do not have to divorce her. Good? I mean, from, from, the, from the Mishnah, it sounds like Nitan means a rumor. If, it, if there are Edim, then it's, it's more than a, just a rumor. Then it's, uh. it's a product. It's Edus. It's Edus. It's a Vada. And the ratio of the Mishnah uses the same Lashon. It says, they both say Hanitan. So are we saying that the ratio of the Mishnah also refers to Edom? It's the same Lashon in the ratio of the same for the Mishnah. Ah, oh, good question. We have to look at the Rashi. Yeah. So... What's the difference between this and a Saita? What? If by a Sota you have Edom, how's this different than a Sota? Like, if you have Edom that come along, did they see the act? Or did they <clears throat> so Pashup Shad is they saw the act, but the truth is it would apply even if they didn't see the act. If you have Edom, let's say that uh, he warned her, and you have one aide that they went into seclusion, he would also have to divorce her. Um, you still have to answer why is it a rumor, because it's a vada. You still have to answer what? Why, why are they using the term, it's a rumor, if it's a vada, if you have two Edom that, if two Edom saw the act, and for sure it's a vada, if they just saw her going into a room, and it's not a vada, but then she's a sota. Mm-hmm. And that has a whole different. That's a whole different law, right? Okay, so again, so the so the kasha is why would the Mishnah call it nitan? Alisha says according to Rav that it's talking about we have edos. Okay, so in terms of it being incorrect, it could mean there were rumors and then Adam substantiated them, which I think that's what Rashi says. Rashi basically says that. Look at Rashi the very mask of Edim. Hadetnan yoitzi zeh hachashud shekansa kagan shabo Edim al kol rishain shereu shazin saimai. Rashi sort of stooping into the Mishnah. It's still nitan because the Edim came along and they confirmed the rumor. The question though is, then the rumor is really irrelevant. Why do? Why did the Mish? You know. We understand how you fit it into the Mishnah, but why would the Mishnah say Nitan? The Mishnah should have been clear. Okay, let's proceed. So right now, Rav is still good. Rav is saying that you only have to divorce her uh, if they're Edom. May say. When do you have to divorce a woman if you marry her? After rumors, kishein labanim. If you didn't have kids with her, avayesh labanim lam loyteitzik. If you have children with her, you don't divorce her. Now, what's the scenario over here? Edim or no edim? Clearly, no edim. Because if they're edim, then even if you have children, you would have to divorce them. Bo edetuma. If edetuma come, afil yesh to kamabanim teitzik. 
So here we have a Bryce explicitly that you must divorce the woman even though there are no Edim. Because if it says, you, when do you have to divorce? When there are no children. If there are children, then you don't have to divorce her. But this is talking about where there are no Edim. So it's saying when there are no Edim, you still have to divorce her. So how is Rav going to explain this? Rav Mukila'ah. The answer is you misunderstood Rav. That which Rav said... That the Mishnah that says you have to divorce her is talking about Edim, it's because in the Mishnah we're talking about where they're kids. Rav Mukilam and since they're Banim, Edim, they have to be Edim. So the question is who which birdie told Rav that the Mishnah is talking about that they had kids, so that he has to say they're all, they're also Edim. Say they're no kids and they're no Edim. Umay Duchke the Rav. So right now, basically, we're saying Rav agrees that if there are no kids and there are no Edom, you don't have to divorce her. You only have to divorce her um, when they're Edom. The only reason Rav had to say that they're Edom is because they're kids. Why was Rav pressured to establish the Mishnah where they're kids and they're Edom? The time of the Ika Edim Mafkinan. The reason you have to divorce is because they're Edim Vileka Edim if they're no Edim Lay Mafkinan. Lukma Bishain Labanim. Say the mission is talking about with their no kids and the Afagav the Leka Edim and you have to divorce her. So Rava says, I'll explain to you why Rav had to read the mission that way that they're kids and therefore they're Edim. Amarava Masnisan Kashise. Rav is bothered by the language of the Mishnah. My area, the Tani Hoitsiuha. Why does the Mishnah say they removed her? Which implies Bezdin. Listen, if there are no Edim, just say he divorced her. Why does it say they, div- they made him divorce her? That implies we're to- somebody made the husband divorce her. Um, Mayur did Tani Hoitsiyah, listen, he took her out. Whenever it says Hatsiyua it means in Bezin, and Bezin is only causes her to uh, cause him to divorce her with Adam. Okay, so the bottom line is according to the first answer. In fact, Rav holds that you only that if there are no Adam, you still have to divorce her if there are no kids. The reason why Rav said the Mishnah is talking about where there are Edim is because the Mishnah is talking about where there are kids. And the reason why Rav read the Mishnah that way is the Lashon of Hoytziyuha. Or the Gemara says, we could go back to our original premise that Rav Taka holds you only have to divorce a woman if there are Edim. And if there are no Edim, you don't have to divorce her. I, the Brisa, says that you have to divorce her even if there are no Edim. The Brisa goes like a different sheet that goes like Rabbi. The Ibaisei Mahani Masnisa, the Brisa, Rabbi. The Tanya, Rabbi is of the opinion that anytime there's strong suspicions, you have to divorce the woman. What's the case? Roichel, a perfume salesman. Yoitse, you come home one night and the perfume salesman is walking out the front door. The Isha Chagaras Basinar, and the woman is putting on her undergarments. So that's, that's pretty. Uh, Indicative, something improper happened. 
Since it's disgusting, it's a, it's something dirty here, you have to divorce her. Either no Adam, no, you gotta divorce her. They had canopy beds. They were spittle on the underside of the canopy bed. The you come home, the perfume salesman is leaving, and you see spittle on the inside of the top of the canopy bed. That means somebody's been using that area. It had to have been someone who was lying down, Rashi says, pun of Lamala. So she must have she was she must have spat Bishas Tashmish, Rashi says. Since it's disgusting, he has to divorce her. You, you come home, the perfume salesman's walking out of the house, and you see overturned shoes under the bed. So the Gemara asks, why don't you just see whose shoes they are? And that we'll see Bezos Hashem next time. Okay, Rabbi Say, See everybody. You can join us tomorrow night, 8.30, or tomorrow, 5 o'clock, for Tarmah Devaira, or... Anytime. You're always welcome. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Shkoyach, have a good night. Kaltai. Oh, Michael, you got it also. Great, thank you. Thank you, thank you. How'd you get it? What? I made it to Miami. Made it to Miami. Fantastic. And to Passaic. And to Passaic. Who's Passaic? Binyamin? Yeah. Okay, great. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.